Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn the third chapter of Masechus Tainas, finishing it off with Mishnah Ches and Mishnah Tes. Mishnah Ches is the famous story about Choni HaMagel, famous being that I know it. But uh, it's important to recognize this is there, there's a lot in the story which we cannot unpack now, especially about what is perceived as chutzpah, audacity that Choni portrays towards God. Well, let's learn it together. You see what happens when someone, uh, when someone really cares about the Jewish people. Anytime there's a calamity that might befall the community, um, you, you uh, begin to uh, fast and sound the shofar, except for excessive rain. Excessive rain can cause hardship. Um, we're talking about excessive rain that does not damage the crops. It's just more annoying. So that's Since rain is intrinsically a blessing, we don't say to uh, God, end it, unless it begins to cause actual harm. Here's the following story. They came before the holy Choni Hamagel. He was, um, we'll see why he was called the circle maker. Although, arguably, he maybe he was called Choni Hamagel because he used a magel, which is some sort of a circular object to uh, press the uh, tar on the roof. But we'll leave that aside for those Lerman Sackless Makos. You know what I'm talking about. Either way, Choni Hamagel, they come to this great Choni Hamagel. They say, Choni, pray that it rains. So you go out inside and bring the ovens inside. These are the ovens used for the Pesach offerings, so they don't get dissolved in the rain. The clay doesn't dissolve from the excess from the from the rain. Meaning to say, if you've ever been to Israel in the summer, people keep couches outside because they know it's not going to rain, so it's not going to get ruined. He said, "Well, all that stuff you have outside, bring it inside." His spouse. So what did he do? He rain. He, he davens and it didn't rain. So what does he do? And this is the, 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 very intense. So again, he, it's clearly we're at a point in the year where it was supposed to have rained, it didn't rain. They come to the Choni, they say, Choni, you're the great holy rabbi, pray that it rains. He says, God, let it rain. And anticlimactic, it doesn't rain. So what does he do? He draws a circle on the ground, and he stands inside and says to God, God, master of the universe. Your children come to me. They said to me, Choni, you're like a member of God's household. I swear by your great name, God, I will not move from the circle until you have mercy on your children. It begins to drizzle. He said, this is not what I asked for, God. I want rain that will fill the... Pits, rain that will fill the ditches, rain that will fill the vaults, rain that will fill all the 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 boros, the wells. His low yard So it begins to rain furiously. I didn't ask for such rain, rather rain of goodwill, blessing, and benevolence. Yard to so it falls normally and continues to falling. Until the Jews had to leave their homes in Yushalayim to go to the higher ground in the Temple Mount. They come before Chone and say, Just as you pray that it should fall, pray it should go away. So go out and see whether the stone of the lost has been erased. There was a stone in Yerushalayim where they would stand on, where basically it was a lost and found. Go see if it's totally covered. Only then, Chone said, We have enough rain, and I'm prepared to ask God to stop. So Shimon Menchatach comes to him and says, Imali Chone Ata Gazrani Alecha Nidoi. One of the other great Tanoim says, Were you not Choni, were you not the holy righteous Choni, I would put a ban on you for speaking so disrespectfully to God. What can I do? 
שאת משחת לפני המקום, ואוסר לו רצונך, כבן שהוא משחת על אביו, ואוסר לו רצונו. You act like a young child before God, and he fulfilled your wishes, just as a young child makes requests before his father, and his wishes are fulfilled. ועליך הכסף אומר, יסמך אביך ואימך וסגל ילדיך. And you it says, may your father and your mother be glad, and may she who bore you rejoice. As in just as a parent is proud of a child, so to God is proud of you and answers your request. So I'm not going to put you in a band because God listened to you. It's a fascinating idea about someone's ability to have what you can call Aziz de Kedusha, a chutzpah, a holy chutzpah. A holy chutzpah. Mishtetes. What happens if they begin to fast and suddenly it begins to rain? They're fasting. And before sunrise, it begins to rain. They don't complete the fast because the fast doesn't actually start until the sun begins to rise. So even though they brought they brought the fast on slightly earlier, since it began to rain before the sun actually went up, we cancel the fast. But however, once the rain begins to fall, if the rain only begins to fall after sunrise, they finish the fast because once the fast begins, we don't we try to finish it. If the rain falls before midday, they did not complete the fast. So rather than before nates, rather than before midday. And this calculation is as follows. A fast only takes hold once most people skip a meal. And then it's recognizable, discernible, that people are actually fasting. And most people's meals only begin, uh, most people have their main meal, the first meal, midday. One time it happened in Lud, they had to decree a fast. And before chatzos, before midday, it began to rain. Amalem Rabbi Tarfan, so Rabbi Tarfan says, Say you, go out, v'achlu eat, v'shasu drink, v'asu yomto, make it a day of feasting. V'asu v'achlu v'shasu v'asu yomto. So they did that in fact. They went out, they ate, they drank, they made a day of feasting. Ubao ben harbayim v'karu halal ha'gadol. And they went to the synagogue in the afternoon and recited the great halal, which includes the uh, full halal, includes perhaps even nishmas. Why? Because it began to rain, and we once it rains prior to chatzos, we make it a day of feasting. I wish you all a wonderful day.